The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too And welcome to my brother, my brother, me, and advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. Hello, I'm Travis McElroy, and I'm running a bit late. So I recorded my part of the intro ahead of time, and it will be filling in between everyone else's bits. But don't worry, I've done this show over 500 times. And this is Griffin McElroy, and I'm the youngest brother. Weird. It's already off. It's already off. It's already weirdly off. It's a shame (laughs) that- Good one, Griffin. When Travis went to space- on the big hero mission to stop the the Hubble from falling on all of us? Mm-hmm. I thought that was brave of him. I did not think about it being a scheduling issue, a scheduling Ross concern. Perot? I haven't heard that name in forever. Shit, he told us to talk about Ross, Ross Perot, Perot, and we yeah, fucking... Fr- okay, let's try and get... Let's get this shit back on track. Yeah, yeah. Ross Perot, I remember that guy. He used to do pol- political stuff, he and... He didn't live to see Elon he, Musk shoot several people into space. He's dead? Yeah. Okay. okay, we're re- this is sounding good yeah, actually. No, oh, and I remember no, no, Travis Elon Musk is very much alive. Fuck Elon Musk. Wow, okay. This is interesting <laughs> cuz what did what did he think? How do, what bridge did he think? Where did we were he think cross? we were going to go with that? Like we, I know he hates un, like underground magnetic sort of maglev tunnels. Mm-hmm. That's like a thing he's always kind of yeah, talking okay. about. Travis is half train. Yes. On his yes. Side. Yeah, our mom was a train. Toot toot. Uh, okay. This is fucked up now. It is actually getting a little weird. Um, Travis, are you? Here? I don't think it's that weird, Justin. Are you here with us, Travis? In the room? Nope. Still pre-recorded. Track. <laughs> Whoa. Travis, give me a sign. Hit me, baby, one more time. Okay. Travis, really... give me a few bars of the sign by Ace of Base. I saw the okay, sign. Okay, so it's no not a, there's and not I a recording. up my I eyes Travis and I am happy now living with, without you. Just a few yeah. bars. There you go. Oh, oh, I saw the so sign. So did you bail out of your space mission? And my eyes, I saw the sign. Because you were talking about how you were going to be a brave astronaut and save the whole country from Hubble's <laughs> Good terrible- one, Griffin. Okay. No, but dance, fucking answer me. Because you have been talking for months about this big, brave space mission you're going to go on with all the astronauts. Do you guys think the Mandalorian also puts a tiny helmet on his penis sometimes just for fun? Wow, that sucks. It sucks. It sucks. We actually should have pre-listened. Now I'm thinking that. Like I, I kind of feel like now I'm the asshole. You know what I mean? It's weird that he didn't make this conversational. This is, but it's not it's weird because it is Travis. Right? It is a yeah. A is he just walking around hanging brain with his helmet on? In a lot of ways, this is indiscernible from recording a podcast with live Travis. Yeah, it's not really much of a difference. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, so it's, I wonder, it's worth thinking about, isn't it? Is there a satellite phone or something we can use to call John Glenn, Houston, ask them to patch us through? Hey guys, Skype? I'm back. Are you, is this still the recording or? <laughs> Just kidding, still pre-recorded. Yeah, fuck <laughs> okay. off. Um, so I guess Juice and I can... 
just His do this show on, ourselves. Guess, right? And yeah, um, it, God, it would be great to have Travis here, though. Wow, this bit's going to get Mondays, long. right? A little long in the tooth, little long pretty in the fast. Tooth, it feels long. Yeah, it's getting pretty long in the tooth, huh? Okay, so you're here now, right? Nope, still pre-recorded. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Okay, I don't like it. I'm going to move on. Um, this is an advice show where we- I really liked Mamma Mia too. I don't know what people had against it. Oh, Griffin's pre-recorded now too. Or I'm having an episode, one of my mini episodes. This <laughs> P.U., my feet stink. Hey, Griffin, are you back? Yes. I'm not. Do you guys think the Mandalorian- <laughs> Great one, guys. Another one, great guys. Episode. Another great episode. Squirrel nut zippers. We so we have to stop abstracted. now. We're really dissociating. Okay, I'm back. Uh, no, I'm really back. This is me okay. really back, you guys. I'm I really want to. Too. How did it go? Pretty bad, actually. Yeah, oh, man. This is an advice show. <laughs> and I got some advice for you, Travis. I'll give it to you privately after the show. I want and cut. Okay. I want Let's to go. Get- this is an advice show for the modern era. I want to gift a handmade oven mitt to my drug dealer for Christmas. <laughs> I think oven mitts are the perfect universal gift since everyone uses them, but I don't know what pattern of fabric to use. The only thing I know about this person is that they both sell and smoke weed. Is a marijuana print too cliche? What fabric is sure to make my dealer know that I'm actually chill and I only seem sketchy when we meet because I'm an anxious person. That's from Weed Wearing in Wisconsin. Ugh, isn't this an indictment of our modern society? You know, we, all we know about mm-hmm. our weed dealers is weed. You know, it used to be back in 1930, you, you, you used to invite your weed dealer to dinner every Sunday, you know, and you really got to yeah. know him. And now, ugh, this, this fly-by-night, just fast-paced concrete jungle. Ugh. Now, I, I know... You can know certain other things about your dealer. Like, for instance, I know what kind of car they drive and how much money they like in exchange for marijuana. Yeah, that's true. Is there anything I can do? Maybe it's just sort of go with like a a novelty license plate for the kind of car or a a keychain that's like, I'm a Honda man, something like that. What about a picture of their face on the oven mitt with like their mouth open so it looks like they're biting the hot pan to pull it out? That's funny and fun, and right? then and it gets around a lot of the issues that were discussed in the in the message to us. Also, a, a, an oven mitt that looks like like a crab claw always lands. That's wow, always yeah, always good. Always There's funny. maybe you don't have to go so specific. You know what I mean? Like my the oven mitt I use is a black rubber just tool, a kitchen mm-hmm. tool. It's not funny. It doesn't have shit I like on right. it. And mine like, has a photo of Danny DeVito's face with his mouth open that looks like he's biting the pan. Yeah, and Universal. every time and it, it has a little sound chip in it, so when you grab it, he goes, "Ah, it's hot on my mouth." Yep. <laughs> Someone passed me some limoncello to cool this off. Exactly. Hey, what about gingham? Huh? It, it's a classic, you know. Nice mm-hmm. gingham. Gingham fits in so many different, uh, different kitchen styles. You don't know what kind of kitchen. You know what it fits, Justin. Yeah, what? Gangnam style. Ope, 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 um, Gangnam style. Sometimes it's like a contest to see how long we can go to just let the fart kind of settle. <laughs> to just get, because a lot of the times when th- there are three hosts on a podcast and one of them just like 
really rips a beef of a joke. The other two will immediately jump in to try and distract or light a candle or try to wave it away or open a window or something. But oh, sometimes it seems style. like sometimes it seems. Oh man, another one. Aftershocks. It seems like the two of us are sometimes willing to marinate, mar- just as an experiment against our listeners. Well, against ourselves too. Let's because there is pride. There's ego on the line. Well, and money. And money, Justin. A lot of people forget about that. Our family's living. Yeah, our family's living. Put it all on the line to marinate. You guys get it? Because it's like the sign. It's like sign. Yeah, we fucking get it, Travis. It sounds like gingham. It's not. It's it's 2020. Sai is long dead. (laughs) Here's a Yahoo that was sent in um, by Graham Roebuck. Thank you, Graham. It's Yahoo Answers user Anonymous. I'm going to call them uh, Chevy Asks. My upstairs neighbor pretends not to be the one playing the trombone at night. What do I do? About once a week for two months now, someone has been playing a trombone in our building. It came from above and was very loud, so I suspected my direct upstairs neighbor. I rang his bell once in the beginning, and he came to my door all, quote, sleepy and, quote, upset, telling me it wasn't him and why now I was also not letting him sleep. I felt Hmm. so sorry. But now I saw him playing it in the reflection of the window across the street. He's a stone-cold liar. What could I do? Huh. I I was not anticipating that reveal of I've seen him doing it. This is, I, there are probably bolder lies that you could tell in this life that we are all sort of sharing together, but mm-hmm. I can't think of a bigger one. I can't yeah. think of a bigger lie than, are you playing trombone? Uh, what? No, what? I, I was actually. I was asleep. Oh. I was actually asleep. See, my ears are have a lot of waxy buildup in a way that negates trombone sound waves. Now, here's it's, the thing, though. Here's I will. Oh, here's the thing, though, Griffin. Yeah. Maybe. Just yeah. maybe. Maybe. It's unrelated. Maybe he was playing it during the day because he has a trombone that he plays during the day. Oh, I see. And there, there's more than one trombone on Earth. And if we can all acknowledge that universal truth, I've right? seen more than one, I've seen more than one in right. a room at the Thank same you. Time. I played trombone in band, and there were at least two other kids in middle school who played it too. So there so are I three. Know, tr- there are three yes. trombones on this Earth. Now, if you get them together and play at the same time, God. Go. Oh. The walls, the walls of Jericho will come tumbling down. <laughs> that is why each of me and Chris and I believe Hunter, we all learned one third of the song and would just trade off who was playing at any given time, not because we were lazy, but to protect the universe itself. You so gotcha. I'm saying maybe upstairs neighbor plays during the daytime for fun, and knowing this, somebody is trying to frame him by playing at night. I see. So you're saying that the neighbor could bring out their trombone to show you that it is solar powered. So yeah, the idea oh, oh, it's of still him being cold. A, it's too cold for me to play it. I need the heat of the sun ab- yeah. <laughs> upon the brass in order <laughs> yes. to produce sound with this it. This is Superbone, and he can only play with the power of the Earth's yellow sun. This is Bakhtai, right. the trombone. This is, <laughs> Jesus, that's a deep one. Um, this is so, I feel like you have a sort of unofficial warrant to conduct a sort of citizen's arrest <gasps> investigation? Yeah. A citizen's a citizen's breaking and entering warrant? Is that anything? A, a, a citizen's right? arrest, because it's music. A, arrest. I thought we did talk about this once yeah, already. You know what? I 
even as I was saying it. You knew it was bad when you were saying it. Maybe he's not lying, and maybe he was sleep tromboning. Interesting. Yeah, he's been practicing for the big concert, I guess, coming up. The big solo trombone concert. He's got that big (laughs) trombone solo in the middle of that Squirrel Nut Zipper song. Yeah. And maybe he plays with the Squirrel Nut Zippers or the Brian Setzer Orchestra. I assume they're still going. It's one of those two. And he's had it in his head now for a while. Yeah. And uh, now when he sleeps, it's all I can think about. And he rises, uh, still asleep, from his bed. Yeah. Blasts out that solo. And then you knocked on his door and he was like, why is this guy waking me up? (sighs) I mean, it doesn't even have to be him dream tromboning. In his dream, he could be blowing on a big foot long hot dog to cool it off. Oh, that's true. Yeah. or, Or something else of a sexual nature. It could oh. be one of those things, and you don't even know that that's how, that's what you're actually playing a trombone in real now, life. I will say, as someone who admittedly barely played the trombone for about two years in middle school, if you're doing something of a sexual nature at all with the same method you play a trombone, <laughs> something has gone horribly wrong. <laughs> not, yeah. not great. None Not of those good. movements match. <laughs> yeah, especially one. the arm movement. That's the, bad. The arm movement's not good. The 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 necessitation of an embouchure. Yep. Mm. Also, it's, not it's not necessary. Not great. In any separate piece, the arm movement, the blowing, the embouchure, any of those individually, I could see that working and somebody enjoying it. All right. three at the same time? The, the only person who's going to enjoy that is somebody who is just trombone from the waist down. Who Correct. Like, who now, like their bottom... He... Go ahead, girl. Sorry. Just their bottom half got blowed up in an right. accident. And, and now it's trombone. Do. Now it's a trombone down there. Okay. Go ahead, now, Justin. Now, now Justin, go ahead. Once you joke. crack into the spit valve, yeah. it, oh, now boy. you're really cooking. Yeah, but I it's really even... hard to do the spit valve while you're playing, Justin. That's why there shouldn't be music in schools. Huh. Because you cannot give eighth graders a big metal tube armed with a single button that when you press it, it will dump a not insignificant <laughs> amount of spit in the direction. It's a sort of musical teen blowhole, if you yeah, will. Yeah, this is a valve on, it, on brass instruments. If you don't know, it's a real thing. You press yep. it and all the spit falls out. You cannot give this technology to eighth graders. You no. cannot. It, it, made, it made school hell for me. It's also a rare, complicated machine that still exists and has not been improved upon in which you might say, oh, the problem with it is it's too full of spit. The only other thing that exists in is dentistry. Yeah. Um, How about another question? My wife and I recently celebrated our anniversary, which was lovely, except for one thing that I need a judgment call on. I wish, can I say, we used to tell people like, this is just an anecdote, you don't need any advice. As we uh, get older, and I am, uh, I feel less qualified to advise people. I wish we had more questions that would just like judge this. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm more qualified now as a 40 year old man to be judgmental. Oh yeah, yeah. than I am to be nurturing. Oh right. yeah, I need a judgment call. Somehow, in the planning of our celebration, it became clear to me that my wife remembered the wrong date for our anniversary. I was going to point this out, but then I remember that this year our ac- real actual date was taking place on top of something that I wanted to take part in virtually. So I <sighs> just kind of rolled with the wrong date and we celebrated early. No harm, no foul, right? <laughs> well, 
Now the day is here, and we're getting cards and congratulations from relatives who have annoyingly accurate calendar reminders, and I'm not really sure what to do. Do I fess up? Do I play goalie and block the cards for the day? Do I feign getting the day wrong myself? Do we laugh at our relatives for getting the day wrong, etc.? Bit of a pickle, this one. And that's from, no way I'm putting my name on this. <laughs> just a, so just as, just generally speaking, as a rule, uh-huh. I feel like your wife remember the wrong date for your anniversary. That's, that is a, that's a whoopsie. That's whoopsie. a mistake, right? And then you kind of just rolling with it because you wanted to take part in this virtual event. You want to do a wow raid. <laughs> you needed to do a wow raid yeah. for the big for the big drops. You got Shadowlands coming up soon. You got to get fucking best in Yo. slot, baby. Yeah. But then the problem is that you you both had one whoopsie at that point. It was an even distribution of whoopsies and uh-ohs. But then you it seems like there was a slippery slope where it's like, oh, we're starting to get cards. I need to do a whoopsie on these cards and throw them in the trash. And then I need to change all our G-cals. And then I need to make fun of my parents for getting it wrong. It's a sort of continuation of the whoopsies that makes it think like, hey, you're probably doing the baddest, wrongest thing here. Yeah. A little bit, maybe? A little? Yeah, you, you, should, you should just come clean mm. uh, because... It will. Here's the thing. As Griffin has pointed out, I think the whoopsies are balanced. Uh, they got. They were. They, oh, they were correct. <laughs> they got the date wrong, and you said, "No, oh, that works for me, scheduling wise," and you went with it, right? And so, now let me be honest. What you should have done is said, uh, "No, darling, our, our anniversary is actually two days after that." And uh, let's do something almost all day. And I will take one hour for this raid that I need no, to do. Oh, so that's no, bad. That's no, bad. That no, that sucks, that's actually. Bad. No, no, no. It's bad. But no, you know that what they did bad. was worse, right? We yeah. all know that. My, my, here's, I kind of feel like if you're good, we all lie. Everybody needs to lie to get through the day. We all lie. But I think before you do a lie, before uh-huh. you do a little Fibaruski, you need to, you should make it mandatory that you need to visualize telling the other person about the lie that you <laughs> You need to be able to, if you're gonna do the lie, you need to mentally walk through the page. You have to have a plan for dismantling the lie. There has to be a way to walk it back. You have oh. to have the path. You're like a little Hansel and Gretel in the forest of deception. You gotta leave yourself a little breadcrumb trail of how to get back to uh, truth and honesty. You had to have walked through in your head and said, well, yeah, see, you got it wrong, and then I didn't correct you because I had to get that best in slot Fury Warrior DPS gear. So that is what happened, and there's the truth for you. Okay, I feel terrible because I think we're starting to border on, like, gaslighting. Yeah, don't Um, do that. Clearly, don't do that. No, 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 but. (laughs) Unless. No. No, 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 no. Trust. Unless. Could you somehow blame it on daylight? Are you kidding me? I set you up for a fucking unless and you tried to swoop my unless with your own fucking unless? Unless. We got rules here. Unless. Unless. You can say you didn't correct her because you didn't want her to feel bad. Justin, do you maybe, here, I'll set up the unless and then Justin, do you maybe want to swoop the unless? Because Travis just did it twice. You technically could do two. I don't. 
I, I'll go see if Rachel wants to go swoop my in-laws. Let me go grab her. Maybe no, I'll go babe. grab my son. Because he would show about the same amount of decorum that Travis just showed go when he swooped my in-laws two different times. Unless. She got the date wrong on purpose because she was doing a wild raid. <gasps> oh, oh, she's Weed Man 420. She is Weed she Man 420, Brave Paladin. <laughs> Oh my Hero God. of the no. land. Bum, 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 bum. If you like skipping anniversaries <laughs> to get your best in slot gear. Doop, boop, boop, boop. If you want to get a new cloak, you found your lover right here. Doop, boop, boop, boop. And then in the wet raid, you're like, huh? Vicky? Come and clean. And, keep going. And apologize the shit out of it. What are you apologizing the shit out of? If Vicky, you first off, you're, um, you're, your uh, AOEs were mistimed. I, 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 I'm Whoa, sorry. I a shouldn't bold have opener. That, your AOEs were mistimed. Gotta get your dots in order, but also I love you so much. I love and you I'm so, so glad I could share this. So I always wondered much. what you did in your office with the door locked, and now I know. It was play with me in World of Warcraft. I'm gonna roll for need on your heart and your love. I need come it. Kiss. Give me your heart. Give me a cyber kiss, and then come give me a flesh kiss, because we're just on opposite ends of the office right now. We really need to pay better attention to things. You know what? Maybe this is where we learn to put down the... Oh, wait. No, sorry. I I just started an instance. Sorry. Give me a second. Sorry, 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 sorry. Just my timer went up. Um, hey, uh, Vicky, I'm, I'm LFG looking for a girlfriend. Oh, wait. Wait, they're married. We're, we're actually married. <laughs> you are what? Vicky, come back. Vicky? <laughs> Wait, come back, please. I'm so sorry. I did misspeak. We are married. That is true. I'm sorry, Vicky. I'm, I'm, I'm going to turn off LFG. <laughs> I'm LFG looking for a good husband to be one on you to you. <laughs> now, would you like a mount? But the dots really are shitty. And Travis the just dots, made a sexual. you got to get it in order. Travis made a sexual joke, and I didn't <laughs> think that that was the like right time for it. Like, if me and, if me and Rachel Pena collided each other, yeah. and we laughed it off, like, ha, 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 ha. And then I was like, but let's party. Like, I feel like that's, I guess though that song is about let's, we're trying to cheat on each other, but then we cheat on each other with each other. <laughs> Everything's okay. This is, yeah, this is the, uh, this is the thing that I've actually been thinking about Pina Colada's song. Yeah, I go to off. Whatever the summer. Go At off, King. Pina, if you're a kid, a young, a youngin, it's about somebody who puts a personal ad in the newspaper for the kind of lover they want to take because they're bored of their current lover. And then the, the, someone answers the ad, and it turns out that it is their current lover who apparently liked all the things they thought that their lover didn't like, but actually does. And then they are like, well, I guess we're still together. That's not... you. The next like couple months of that relationship is not a happy story of I'm so glad you told me you like champagne. It is this is we're both deeply unhappy. We're deeply and profoundly unhappy with each other in lots of large and small ways. And uh I don't I don't feel like it's a happy ending necessarily. It's it's but they, wanted, they found in each other the unhappiness that clicked. You know, it's like your unhappiness is like my unhappiness, so we might as well be unhappy together. But it turns out oh, we like that all shit. the same stuff. That I guess we're just not doing. I wish there was one about kink. That that would be mm. fucking great. Yeah. Wouldn't that be good? If that I want a new version of that song that's just about different kink that you don't think your partner's into. Do and you like bondage it. and hentai? There we go. Exactly. <laughs> Do you like wiener based pain? <laughs> if you like eating old shoes, I'm not sure that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's head to the mic. 
Hey nerd, do you wanna you wanna fucking build a website? Yeah, you do. Get out of here with your wimpy websites and get a cool beefy website from Squarespace. What's a Has the neighborhood bully like been you? picking What's... on? I'm not done. What? Okay. Has the neighborhood bully been picking on your website? Then you need to get beefy and kick the internet sand right back in that bully's face. Fuck and you yeah. can get a beefy muscle website from Squarespace. With Squarespace it. is the fucking drill bit tailor of website making app. Uh, Hell yeah, my dude. Well, this website is swole and it could showcase your work, sell products and services of all kind, promote your physical or online business, and more. And that more is beat up their bully with beautiful, customizable tem templates created by world-class designers. This website can kick any bully's ass. Yes. Everything optimized for mobile right out of the box. Analytics that help you grow your muscles in real time. Free and secure hosting. And nothing to patch or upgrade ever. But your bully will need to patch up their wounds. So go to yes. squarespace.com slash mybrother for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code mybrother to save 10% of your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace will kill your bully. I don't think that they want... They don't necessarily want that. I don't think that's actually. Ever. We'll kill you. We've killed before, and we'll do it again, motherfucker. Oh, that's better. Maybe it's something like we've killed bullies. Yeah, but they're not necessarily saying like Squarespace. We've we'll... killed bullies. Yeah, you can't prove it though. Well, they did just double jeopardy. That actually works here. Audible's up next, and they said specifically not to say that they have killed before, will kill again, whether or not it's a bully, <laughs> a bad guy, uh, you know. <laughs> The Joker, like whatever, even like the baddest dude. Um, but what they you don't do think have... Audible would kill the Joker? Yeah, yeah actually, you know, I said actually, it. that should be a screening question for advertisers. Yeah, like if given the opportunity, would you kill? Would you finish the business that Batman is unwilling to? And a lot of, a lot of people kill the Joker. A lot of people be like, "What version of the Joker?" Oh, and that's a, that's a, and if you have to say that, like if you have to couch it like that, uh -huh. you've already lost our endorsement. Because at a Any certain point, Batman's just not doing it, and the blood on the Joker's hands is on Batman's hands oh, too, right? Yes, for for. Ages now, yes. I'm not saying that I like am for the death penalty, except no. for the Joker. The Joker's the only one I want right? to get really, really, really bad. Even like the fucking Adam West, like, yeah, I'm a silly clown. Fucking get him! Get him. that fool, right? You know, if you take your eyes off him for three seconds, he's killed 18 more people. That's on you. He's not even, coming back from this. Even when he doesn't kill 18 people, he's causing so much mischief and mayhem. Oh, yeah. He's the clown prince of, of chaos. You know what I mean? He's Talk like, about fuck. Audible. Okay, right. Yeah, right, they right. do audiobooks, um, and they're, they're super, super uh, good to listen to. Now, when we're all a little bit cooped up, they got uh, a lot of uh, spoken word entertainment. They have Audible Originals. They have Daily News Digests, and they mm -hmm. have... Soothing audio experiences to help That's you true. drift to sleep. Uh, and anyone with children at home can use stories.audible.com where anyone anywhere can stream hundreds of ad-free, hand-picked Audible titles completely free, no strings attached. Uh, it's a it's a great way of hearing the, you know, kind of stories or news that you want to hear without, you know, being locked to a screen. Because, God, we're all getting so much screen time, maybe even a little bit too much. Maybe a bit too much. Uh, maybe just even a little bit too much screen time. So why don't you have ear time? Why not have Ew. sounds time? Why not have sounds time instead? Uh, check out Audible right now by visiting audible.com slash brother or text brother to 500-500. That's audible.com slash brother. Okay, here's what I'm saying. 
Batman knows people that kill people a lot. Right, That's so even if point. Batman is unwilling to do it, he could facilitate he could it easy. Yeah. Where is his line, right? Like his line in the sand of morality, it seems pretty flexible up till yeah. a certain point. And he's like, oh, I arbitrarily draw the line at killing for some reason, even though yeah. the joke, oh, fuck. This is what if still- Bruce Wayne hired Deadshot to kill the joke? Right. This is still part of the audible ad copy. <laughs> I'm just saying we're, getting, you know, we're really over delivering on the value end of this ad. This is a very long they've got, ad. They've got stories for children and they also have a detailed plan on how Batman <laughs> could ethically kill, terminate the Joker's Thank life. <laughs> and sometimes inaction alone would have allowed it to happen. Still part of the copy. Right? It's like Batman opted not only to not kill Joker, but yeah. to not allow Joker to die. A lot of hand His here. unwillingness to kill the Joker, I think at this point, it's it's hard. It's becoming, I'm not a fan of capital punishment. Uh-huh. I'm not, obviously. Yes. I, let me just say that up, up front. That said, Batman's unwillingness to kill the, maybe inability, honestly, at this point, his unwillingness to kill the Joker it's like a trolley problem, but on one end there's a bajillion people, uh-huh. and on the other end there's a jail cell that is open in both the front and the back, so and a million other people beyond that. So that's basically what you're you're either letting them plow into a bunch of people, or like cruise through a jail cell and then go kill some other. And the people. track is lined with people. Oh, uh, is someone gonna answer that? Oh, hello. Hey, boys, it's me, Bob Kerrigan, CEO of Audible, and I just wanted to say you guys did a bang-up job with that ad spot. You you said all the things that we needed you to say about the stories and the great audiobooks that we, uh, people could have delivered to them, and, and you said the stuff about ears time, and I loved that, but then where you really landed the plane, I got to tell you, boys, was how you let everybody know how Batman could ethically kill... Uh, the Joker and end his life and his reign of crime. And I, that's important to me, Bob Kerrigan, CEO. <laughs> hey, Bob, Bob, can I yeah. ask you a question? Yeah, please go ahead. Go Why right do you think ahead, at Travis? this point, Batman hasn't just like cut off one of Joker's legs? Well, Travis, you'll see that if you continue reading the ad copy, I do have a sort of a second branch of ideas here of just sort of- uh, Oh, it does say, it says right here, why not chop him right in half, love chop Bob? Chop him in half and then, yeah, and then let him let him waste away on the hey, dirty Bob, ground. Yeah. Just a macro here. Go right ahead. Don't you think at the end of every Joker story in Batman, there should be a prolonged sequence where Batman is investigating Arkham Asylum to see- Why they're so bad. Yeah, the just whole- Just some of yeah. different- Why the different. whole jail is made of Swiss cheese, apparently. Yeah, yeah you oh. can see I have a lot, actually, in this sort of, like, book of an email I sent to you boys with yeah. all the ad copy points. And then if you keep reading, it reveals our big wow. plans in 2021 oh, to have- I'm having to delete some stuff to make room for this. this oh, no, I like this. You put, yeah. uh, there's an additional PDF here that it just says Bob thoughts. Bob thoughts. Yeah, and so if you read that, there's some good stuff in there, like yelling books, and it's like we audio books where we scream them as loud as we can at you. <laughs> the one I really like here, though, in Bob thoughts is you've put why not put him in a permanent coma? Question mark. Well, I actually misspelled the word cone. Oh, put the joke in a cone like a dog cone. Like a big dog cone, yeah. And then I feel like that would really hamper his ability to do. It really you know, would. Gas, At least, at least crimes. makes him less scary. God, I hate the Joker. I really do. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> yeah. I really hate that man. 
I, I can remember as, as a child thinking it was odd that here was this can full of meat. I'm Jesse Thorne. This week on my show Bullseye, David Letterman on shame, regret, and canned hams. Is this the best delivery version of, of pork? That's this week on Bullseye for MaximumFun.org and NPR. Oh, I started doing it before I'm even sure if I want to do this. Cool. I want a munch. Squaw. Munch Squaw Jr. I have a brief, I have two brief notes. This is just two brief notes. The first is that Krispy Kreme has introduced a new caramel glaze. Uh, this is such a Muscat Jr. I'm not even going to bring uh, Count Donut out for their Count Party Bagel, if you prefer, out for this one. I just want to read you the first line of this. Um, I miss him so much. I know. Um, ask the world of donuts to do better. Krispy Kreme introduces new caramel glaze. Cool. Wait, sorry. Was the first line ask the world's donuts to do better, or is that? No, no, Oh, no, no, okay. No. Sorry, that was me editorializing. <laughs> I thought that's Chris... what they were leading off their press release with. Krispy Kreme introduces new caramel glaze. Okay. Yeah. Krispy Kreme is helping fans melt away from 2020 <sighs> and into a delicious and creamy world by introducing an all new glaze flavor, well, caramel. Yeah. Hey. Huh. Are you, is every? Are you guys doing okay in marketing? Are things going all right for you? I mean, I know they've been bad for us here in uh, the real world for a while, but I can't read fucking Munch Squads anymore without them being like, <sighs> everyone sounds like fucking Lobo waking up from a three-day drunk. It's miserable. <laughs> everyone is so miserable. God, this year, fucking dookie, right? Anyway, we got some new caramel party bagels for you. Is, is it that anything? <laughs> Are you the, happy? The, it's very evocative, though, because they've handled it in a different way, which is like melt away into a different world. They make it sound like if you can somehow climb through the hole of the donut mm -hmm. without breaking mm -hmm. the bread completely, it'll take you to fucking donut Narnia. Well, here's what they don't tell you. you take a bite of this party bagel and that caramel yeah. glaze. It flows right into your brain ducts. Okay. And it's going to take you into a kind of a virtual world. Your body will still exist here on this plane. Yeah. But your brain is off into kind of a creamy Matrix-like scenario. Sort of donut zone. Yeah, that's what that, oh, you've read my thesis. That's what we actually call it, the donut zone. And once you're in the donut zone, Griffin, it all kinds of melts away into a creamy world of pleasure. I wanted to mention the Mountain Dew cookbook. Which feels like Munch Squad bait to an extent that I'm not going to luxuriate in it. Um, they're paying tribute to the world's greatest fans with the release of its first ever cookbook, just in time for the brand's 80th birthday. With nearly 40 dishes to satisfy every craving, provided, presumably, that that craving involves <laughs> consuming uh, Mountain Dew. The Big Bold Book of Mountain Dew Recipes is a compilation of fan-made, fan-inspired, and fan-favorited creations from some of the most imaginative culinary minds on the planet ranging from the quick and easy two-ingredient cupcake treats to the advanced Wait, red really? <laughs> what? What do you, what could you possibly add to Mountain Dew to make cupcakes come out of them? Is that it like would... flour and dew? No, it would be, it'll be cake mix, because you can make like a, any, okay. you can do 12 ounces of soda, okay. plus any box cake mix, and get and make a cake, it's okay. like a seven-up cake. How complicated push. does it go, Justin? 
Well, it, it, there's an advanced code red brisket that will entice any BBQ pit master. I want to say this. If you're advan- if the code red brisket is advanced, that means there is a possibility for a failed code red brisket that I don't think it should be legal to consume. I don't think it's fair to say like, did you, I'm not sure you did this right. It's a very advanced recipe. This is a bad version of the Mountain Dew Code Red brisket. The real problem is, is if you enter a catastrophic fail state on the Code Red brisket, there's no way of letting anyone know yeah. in a clearly communicable way. <laughs> right. Same if you succeed wildly. That's there's true. There's a Code Red, Code Red brisket. Fucking call the fire department. No, nah. it's, uh, that's a good thing. It's got bold flavors. <laughs> and uh, I love it. it's I got, love- look at this crust. I love that the cookbook had to specify this as the big, bold Mountain Dew cookbook, the sequel to the big, tasteful, reserved, (laughs) restrained Mountain Dew cookbook. This ain't your grandma's Mountain Dew cookbook. (laughs) It's got six chapters. I'm going to give a quick rundown. Badass breakfast. Except the S's and the ass are uh, dollar signs. Even better. Cowards. Dew lovers can whip up fluffy green short stacks and iconic green eggs and ham that are worth getting out of bed Ew. for. Ew! What do I get out of bed for? Fucking green eggs and ham made with Mountain Dew. Yeah, my life's not going so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fair criticism. Thank you, Dad. Dipping with Dew. That I actually don't think it's legal to consume Mountain Dew unless you're dipping. <laughs> but, but I think this means... As as somebody who used to clean up movie theaters after movie showings in Huntington, West Virginia, I can pretty much confirm those two are not strange bedfellows. Uh, Dew does dinner. Seriously, epic entrees like Mountain Dew Code Red Brisket Uh and Mountain Dew Livewire Brined Turkey. Oh, boy. (laughs) Wow, yeah. Oh, boy. Calling for seconds. And These are not cheap cuts of meat you're brewing here, Mountain Dew. I'll have you calling for seconds and probably uh, calling your uh, ex-spouse to ask her what went wrong (laughs) and will she take you back. And when you can see the kids again. I'm learning to cook, Debbie, don't you see? (laughs) I'm trying, (laughs) goddammit. Satisfying sides with snacks like jalapeno poppers and Mountain Dew infused pickles. Now you'll never have to choose between your go-to party sides and a count of Mountain Dew ever again. I wasn't. Well, what world do you think I was in in which I had to decide between either a jalapeno bubber or a drink of Mountain Dew? What is this scenario you're, you're, you're you count, You're counting count your calories, but it's Super Bowl day. Oh, you're right. This is, I, I'm, it says that this will be out the week of November 16th, which is where we are now. In time, um, yes. It is not available on the store currently. Like it's so another lie, another lie from a QSR it's a, press release. It's then. a classic QSR calling their bluff. Like, okay, I'll engage with this. Oh, no, no, no. You weren't supposed to come in here. No, no, no. It's not real. It's just a thing. No, T- uh, Tony, Tony Hawk didn't really make a burrito. Ah! I want to share this T-shirt that I found with you guys. Um, and uh, uh, Griff, if you would mind describing the image that you've just been sent. Uh, I would I would love that. Sure, yes. I do think I, I will claim it's on Slack. So this is actually something <laughs> that I'm going to buy immediately and wear it until the pits fall out. <laughs> I'm buying it right now. I, this is a, this... a white and sort of... Hey, Juice, uh, can you go and get me one of those in a large, please? Yeah, go yeah, ahead and grab a, a, a large for this for this guy, too. Um, so... I'm not going to also ship it to you. Uh, that's a fair point. No, um, Christmas so... is coming up. 
Oh, Christmas is coming. That's a good point. So yeah. this is a white and sort of neat. What did you say, medium trap? Large place. Large, large, large here too, yeah. Okay. This is right. sort of a neon green and white tie-dye design. They don't have in kid sizes. With big, bold, black text on it. All uppercase redder- letters that reads, make- Is that going to feel left out? No, it's fine. No, no. fine. Uh, in uh, he will if we all wear them at the same time, which I assume we will. Oh yeah, it, it says yeah, in yeah. big photos bold, and stuff. Big bold marquee letters: Make MTN Mountain Dew. Make Mountain Dew Baja Blast available in stores all the time. <laughs> they they have it. I'm going to pass out. They have the Mountain Dew logo right on the sleeve too, to let people know that this is an officially licensed product. But um, that is strong. It is Mountain Dew lobbying Mountain Dew uh-huh. to make their product available uh, in so- their Mountain Mountain Dew Baja Blast yeah. available in stores all the time. The this call is-, is coming from inside the house. Right, or inside the mountain, as the yes. case This is like when uh, Roswell, like, fans sent in hot sauce to, like, save Roswell, but it's like when Ros- if Roswell sent hot sauce out to people to send right back to them to prove that they really wanted to keep watching and Roswell. And made the fans pay for the hot sauce. And made the fans pay for $35 <laughs> for the hot sauce. That's a lot for a t-shirt, Baja Blast. Are you sure? Okay. You know something? I haven't drank Mountain Dew, let alone Mountain Dew Baja Blast in many moons. But if I was at the store and saw Mountain Dew Baja Blast on the store shelves, I would take a little journey. I would take a little trip back into my own psyche just to see where what where where I go. I, I would just no like idea. to say, if, if Mountain Dew, I don't know if you have Rainer, what you're connected to, but if you want to release a series of these, that's like, and also Josta, and maybe some Surge in there, or like bring yeah. back Orbits. Like, I don't sure. know that they I... own all those, but... Um, hey, can I do a Yahoo? Uh, sure, I love that. This one was sent in by the wizard, Ben Kant, whose superlative I uh, omitted last week, shamefully. Thank you, the wizard, Ben Kant. It's from Yahoo Answers user... They are anonymous, so I'm going to call them um, Jason Asks. <clears throat> what are some ways to force hotel guests to go to a free breakfast? Mm. I'm assuming this is. Uh, I don't think that like a like a La Quinta is particularly concerned about whether or not every single guest shows up to the mandatory free continental breakfast. I assume this is a sort of mom and pop operation, uh, mom and pop pop, and they really need to get some of these you know old bis these old biscuits out of here. How to and I. Let's let's take a current pandemic scenario off the table because I think that that presents far too many, uh, you know, hurdles. Yeah, um, like the one big one where they could go and then die from it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So let's say that this is in uh the before or after times. The problem is I forget what the first one is, and I can't even visualize and imagine the second. No, one. I know. We've been wandering in the desert for a while now. It's all desert. Like I can't, it's all desert to me now. All I can, all I remember is sand. Did but we used to have like laser dogs that could like bring you. I think I remember. I like don't laser even dogs. remember that. Like laser um, dogs that would bring you an orange. I that sounds right. Yeah. Um, but if you didn't want to force hotel guests to have a free breakfast, um, anytime you walk by like a you know, a, a well-ventilated restaurant making smoky foods. Mm-hmm. It makes you want to go in there and just like, see what's up. 
I'm not like the biggest barbecue fan, but if I walk by a barbecue joint that's venting their barbecue, their meat stink out into the universe for everyone to enjoy, I, oh, I yeah. kind of want to poke my head in there and be like, oh, what you guys got going on? And they're like super spicy sausage links. And I'm like, I'll be going then. I'm glad I found out though. Is there any you. way to do this in, a, in an environment where you do control the air conditioning system and where it goes? Well, what Disney if- does uh, it. You know this, right? Yeah, Disney does do it. It's called Smellitzers. It's, it's called what? Smellitzers. They blast out the, like right here on Main Street, they blast out those, uh, f- those like candy and baked goods scents to try to lure you into the shops. Yep. And to give you a f- just a fond, a fond, a fond sense. Feeling. But it's artificial. It's not, they're not, it's not, they're just blasting like nostalgia sense. But you. then at nighttime, not. at nighttime when they want to get everybody out of the park, they blast a bad smell like Goofy's dick. <laughs> like Goofy's coot. Why would you think Goofy's dick smells bad? At the end of a hot day working at well, Disney that's World? Fa- yeah, that's fair. That's fair. What if, you know, here's the only thing you need to get people into a continental breakfast is one of those make your own waffle makers. People go fucking crazy for that. There is a line. When I used to travel back in the before times, if there was one of those babies, no matter how long it took to make that goddamn waffle, people would stand there and wait. They loved pouring that tiny solo cup of batter into that bad boy. Oh, timer went off. Time to flip it. Oh, got to use my little plastic fork to flip that bad boy out of there. People love that shit. That is a wild. I don't want to get fucking Seinfeld on it because I'm less like it's not as wild to me that there was a make your own waffle maker system as much as it is wild to me that there was a batter gun that you kind of just put a little cup under and then mm-hmm. let and milked it like a like a moo cow did. Yep. But mm-hmm. pancake, yep. but pancake juice comes out. It's, it's a terrible system. It's yeah, a terrible system. Also. Biscuits and gravy. I'll do that any day of the week if I see anything, even if I'm not hungry. There's biscuits yeah. and gravy reveal. I'll take it. That's a that's a that's a real day determiner right there. Yeah, yeah. Biscuits oh, yeah. and gravy first thing in the day. That's really setting a tone. You're not. That you won't. Yeah. Won't be shaking. You're not getting out of there by 11 a.m. <laughs> and hotel. Since you asked, get that fucking like terrine of oatmeal out of there. Nobody's touching that shit. What is that? Get that out of there. And you know what? I also don't want to see any plain Kellogg's flakes. Get that shit out of there. Nobody wants that. Sorry, what do you think? What are, sorry, stop it. What are plain Kellogg's flakes? Like, not the Frosted Flakes. It's just like the, like the Kellogg's flake. You know, it's just like Kellogg's. Oh, this is great. (laughs) Travis, stop it. Stop the podcast. What are Kellogg's flakes? They're like, you know, just like the plain cereal flakes without any, like, sugar on them. No frosting. And, And those are called, tell me one more time again. I can't remember the exact name, but you know what I'm talking about, Kellogg's Flakes. Is it, are you doing a bit? No, you know, with the with the green and red rooster on it. What are the bee circles called? The ones that the, ones that the bee endorses and makes so sweet with his stick. And it's, I, you I think know they're what called, I'm talking about. I think they're called Kellogg's Flakes. Bee circles or B.O.'s. <laughs> Are they B.O.'s? Little B.O.'s? Corn flakes. Corn flakes. There it is. Yeah. Oh, I got them. Oh, right. thanks, boys. We've, t- we've talked a lot about the carrot. Let's talk about um, this. Let's talk about the stick. There's lots of ways to entice your guests to go to your free breakfast. That's not yeah. what the question is. The question is, how do I force hotel guests to go? You got to get them out of their rooms. Yes, that is. Yes. You that, vacuum seal that room. You shut off the air. 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. They're Wait. out of there to go get uh some You've sealed oatmeal. it though, so they are dead now. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> They're definitely not gonna <laughs> okay, eat. Yeah, yeah, Justin, yeah. do you wanna try? Um <clears throat> uh, 
a trail of Cheerios that they'll eat the first few and be like, hmm, pretty good. And then they'll keep, they'll be forced by your, to use your logic, they'll be forced yeah. to continue by their hunger and their taste for Cheerios. That'll oh. work on a three year old who has bad parents. Work on ET. Okay, listen, we got we got the key cards right that open all the doors. They wake up. There's someone with the breakfast right there. Key party. Oh well, that's not at all what I advertise the key party. You ever have you guys ever stayed at like a residence inn where they advertise the key parties that they have every weeknight, mm. like come and mingle with other young singles huh. at the residence inn? Can we all agree a that while? a key party with blank key cards with no discerning identification on them would be? I don't know, almost fun. We're going to run around and see what door we can open now. <laughs> it doesn't matter because you'll get down there and you'll be anxiously eating breakfast. And then by the end, you'll be like, I don't even actually feel like doing it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not in the I ate a lot of biscuits and gravy. gravy. I'm yeah, not. I'm, I'm actually, have you guys ever noticed the experience of phenomenon of if you go to a, uh, a hotel breakfast where everything is like, Pre-packaged, you know what I mean? Um, where it's like all all pre-wrapped, pre-packaged foods, like not prepared on site, all all sort of pre-made. You'll see this a lot at like Holiday Inn Express. Um, does it just trigger your urge to steal? Oh yeah, I see that. Sure. I'm like, I'm gonna load every fucking pocket I got. I don't know what this day is gonna bring, but I am gonna have a yogurt at the ready for it whenever it comes. I'm always surprised that there's not someone standing by there when I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna get a plate and some coffee, take it back to my room. They're like, you eat it here or you leave it. Yeah, that has monetary, if it's prepackaged, this is a monetary value. There's a value to this, you know what I mean? A, if I bring a loose scoop of scrambled eggs in my hand, no one's gonna pay me for <laughs> no, it. But as soon you. as you contain those scrambled eggs in some way, it, <laughs> it has value to bag your just, satchel. Sure. Yes. Okay, so Nick, you're saying next time I go, I should bring a tote bag that I can just dump the batter blaster like right into. And then that's my batter now and I can resell it on the street for well, dollars. It's, it's not that so much as like if you if you if they have like the little prepackaged containers raisin bran, you take one, mm -hmm. that's perfectly fine. You take two, no one's gonna bat an eye. But there is definitely at the at the other end of the spectrum, if you just like supermarket sweep them right into your backpack <laughs> and walk away, they probably will detain you. It, so what is that? There is a number in the middle at which you are no longer welcome at this establishment. There yeah. is a, yeah. there is a part of me that acknowledges then that on some level, the people working the counter know an answer to how many yogurts can I take? They know it. They won't tell you, but you'll pass that point and they'll be like, hey, you know that's too many. They've also got to clean it up. So for every yogurt you don't take, that's another yogurt they have to lug God back to the fridge. Right. You know what I mean? So they'll probably let you take whatever the fuck you please. I'm just going to keep taking yogurts. You tell me when to stop. You tell me. Give me a nod or a sign. Yeah, tell, speaking of telling you when to stop, Travis, I'm going to tell you to stop podcasting. Okay. Because we've reached the end of another episode of My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Uh, an advice show for the modern era. Thank you so much for joining us for another one of these dalliances. We hope you're doing well. Yes, that's right, a dalliance. Hey, I want to tell everybody about a couple exciting things. One, this weekend, like five days from the 16th, which I assume is when you're listening to this, but who knows? 9 p.m. Eastern time, we're doing a virtual My Brother, My Brother and Me. with This Saturday. This Saturday, with Sawbones opening 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, it's going to be, uh, let's say, weird and probably very enjoyable. Tickets are only $10, and you can get them at live.themacroy.family. Also, we have a lot of exciting merch, uh, including a pin of the month that is a... a 
beautiful void fish, if I do say so myself, from the Adventure Zone. It benefits the Loveland Foundation, which is committed to showing up for communities of color in unique and powerful ways with a particular focus on black women and girls. There is also a Stephen the Goldfish keychain by Kate May, a vaccines bumper sticker that benefits the Immunization Action Coalition, which works to increase immunization rates and prevent disease. There's th- Lots of other stuff. Yeah, lots the, of other the, stuff. The, Lots of stuff. McElroyMerch.com. Oh, boy. And we've got our book. Everybody has a podcast except you. You can pre-order that at themacroypodcastbook.com, which comes out January 26th. And pre-order The Adventure Zone Crystal Kingdom uh, at theadventurezonecomic.com. Um, thank you to John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use for our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Um, and oh, I wouldn't mind putting I wouldn't mind putting these days to bed. Oh, boy. To get back to bed. To, and get back to bed. The world of caramel. It's waiting for you. Yeah, let me let me in that let the me cream. in that sweet hole. That creamiverse. So and then also to maximumfun.org. Thank you. Um a sincere thank you. Uh go listen to all the great shows there. They got shows uh that you will r- really blow your fucking mind, man. Shows Whoa. like uh Fanti and uh Story Break and a whole bunch more. Maximumfun.org. Do you want the final one? Yeah. Yes. Please. Uh several people sent in this final uh, Yahoo answers question that was asked ten years ago. Wow. Uh, user Donnie Onions asked. <laughs> In what year did Bill Gates invent Microsoft? I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss your dad's <desk>, Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported. Congratulations, you've won a ticket to attend an exclusive opportunity in a relaxing environment with two lovers. (laughs) Wow. Well, this sounds like a sort of proposition of sorts, but really it's an ad for our podcast. (laughs) Wonderful. It's a show we do here on Maximum Fun where we talk about things that we like and things that we're into. I'm Rachel McElroy, and you just heard Griffin McElroy, and we are excited for you to join us as we talk about movies and music and books. Things like sneezing or the idea of rain. (laughs) (laughs) Can you get news or information you can use? Absolutely you cannot, because we're here to talk to you about pumpernickel bread. You can find new episodes on Wednesdays. So catch, catch the wave!